You are listening to the Starter Girls Podcast with Jennifer Loading. Whether you are starting a project, starting a business, starting a brand, or starting a movement, we are here to talk about it. And I am super thrilled to have Mika Alexander on the show today here in person. Yay! So Mika, real quick, I'm going to tell our audience a little bit about you, and then we're going to jump right into this. I'm super excited to chat with you today. So, all right. So Mika is an adventurer by heart, having traveled the world as a career military spouse with three kids in tow. She's used to figuring things out on her own. Connecting, sharing stories, and serving others are Mika's passions. She holds two master's degrees and worked as an executive in acute psychiatric care for 15 years prior to her current endeavor. Through her love of people, quest for adventure, and travel expertise, she founded her company, Tokyo Escapes. I love the name of that, by the way. I think I just like it. Mika builds builds bucket list travel adventures to Japan and serves as the group's guide, helping others find the adventure in themselves. I love it. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, super excited to have you here. So I want to jump right into this really quick because I want to talk about this. Um, So yeah, you've told us a little bit about how all this came about, but I want to talk about this Tokyo Escapes. I want you to tell us a little bit how this sort of... Obviously, de- derived from a passion that you have, but obviously you you lived over there. So I want right. you to tell us a little bit about yes. how this evolved and what this company offers and, and what makes you unique. Okay, awesome. Thank you. So yes, we're Tokyo Escapes. So uh, my husband just retired uh, Air Force. Uh, so he was career military. So we've lived, we've been fortunate to live in Asia as well in, as in Europe. And so we lived in Japan almost five years. And when we got back to the States in 2018, People kept asking us, you know, we would, people would always say, where are you from? That's like the big thing, you know, where are you from? And then our kids would always say, mom, where do we say (laughs) we're from, (laughs) you know, like we're not really from, we're from all over. Um, So I'm like, you know, people kept asking us about Japan and uh, actually I got my MBA about almost six or seven years ago. And so I was like, well, I have an MBA. And my husband was like, yeah, maybe we should think about taking people to Japan. So that's, that's how we started. And so what's great about us is that um, we're not really a travel agent per se, but we um, we set up everything and then we go with them. Because we lived outside Tokyo, we're about 45 minutes outside Tokyo. Um, so we know Tokyo really well. And uh, so ours is different because we're not going to like set it up and send you off and say, good luck. You know, Um, we actually go with them and we are set to take people to the Olympics, although it's been rescheduled. Uh, I still have my Olympic tickets. So we are set to do that next year. I love it. I love it. So I've never been to Tokyo, never been in that area. What is it like there? Tell us a little bit about that. What's it like? It's um, the Japanese are the kindest people you would ever meet. I mean, they um, they really enjoy Americans. It's interesting because in Tokyo, you'll go into shops sometimes and, you know, everyone's speaking Japanese, but they'll have American music playing. A lot of Michael Jackson, a lot of 80s, 90s. Wow. Yeah. Um, so they really, they enjoy our culture and our movies. I actually had a, a friend of mine, her uncle said to me, Mika-san, and I do speak some Japanese, uh, which helps. But he's like, Mika-san, do you know Robert De Niro? I'm like, yeah, no. America's really big. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, because it's such a small country compared to us. Yeah. Um, and their population, it's densely populated, but they're just, it's different. And the culture is different because even the celebrities there, um, they go out, you know, with 
with the mainstream and people don't bother them. There's not like paparazzi and things like that. It's very respectful. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. It's so funny though. You know how when you, I guess maybe the, I don't want to say like preconceived ideas, maybe that's the word I'm looking for, how we think of other countries. And when mm -hmm. you were talking about that, you know, they're asking you, do you know an actor? <laughs> You're like, no, he's not my cousin. Right. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. This is a big country, you yes. know, and, and, you know, we talk about, I always joke about the six degrees of separation, how I think in Dallas, we only have like, you know, that two degrees mm -hmm. of separation, but there's still a lot of people. And, yes. you know, it, it's, it's hard to know everybody here. It know? is. Well, and it's wide open spaces. Exactly. I mean, compared to Japan um, and yeah. Tokyo, Tokyo is 48 million people Okay. Um, with all the prefectures surrounding it. So it's pretty densely populated. Um, and then there's other areas of Japan that aren't as populated. It's more like the country, like the plains here in America. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just, just explaining that to people. I'll tell you one thing that I really had to get used to when we moved back mm -hmm. was driving. Driving. Because I didn't, we lived in England and then we lived in Japan. So I didn't really drive. Okay. Because we took the trains and we walked everywhere. So it's been, uh, and then my daughter got her driver's license and had teaching her how to drive. And it's just, she's like, mom, everybody drives so fast here. They do. They yes, do. They do. We're going through that driving right now <laughs> with my youngest. So I know it's like that, uh, that that's like a whole nother trauma level there being in the car with your teenager driving. So I can only imagine if you're not if you're used not. to that. And, and then just driving on the right side of the road. Cause see, I, yes. dro I drove on the left side of the road for almost seven years. Right. So right. coming back and then driving on the right, I always had to I'm on the right. And even now, we've been back almost two years. And still, once in a while, I'll turn and I'm like, I'm going the wrong way. That's so funny. That's so I funny. I need to turn around. Get conditioned. You've been there for a while. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. So um, let me ask you kind of a fun question. I always like to ask this because I, I kind of feel like as entrepreneurs, you know, some some people are just... They, I don't know. It's like they come out of the womb and they're born entrepreneurs. They just know they're going to be like create something at some point and other people it sort of kind of develops for them something mm -hmm. happens and then they have this inspired action that gets them there was there i mean did you ever think when you were young you would be doing something like never this? never never in a million years that no way and what's you know my husband always says his his family worked in the military and worked in government okay. and my my family as well they worked a lot of you know working for other people um but i did have a few people in my family that were entrepreneurs okay um and I just, you know, I saw what they went through and they had to work really hard to to be, be become successful. Right, right. Um, a lot of long hours. And but you know, I, I'm I'm excited we're doing this. It offers things that, you know, although you work kind of all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you have a lot of flexibility right. and you decide. It's not like working for somebody else. Um, mm -hmm. so it's the benefits definitely outweigh. Yeah. anything else. I would agree with you on that 100%. But also too, I think when, and I've talked about this over and over, you know, you've heard the saying, when you love what you do, you never work a day mm -hmm. in your life. And so I think when you really love what mm -hmm. you're able to do, you almost think of that work as kind of your hobby. And it doesn't right. really feel like right. work. When you don't enjoy what you're doing, that feels like work. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So I could certainly see, and that's what I think is so great about entrepreneurship. If you are that, you know, that enterprising mind, have that enterprising mindset, mm -hmm. you get to be creative and take those passions that you love and put that into something that is good for other people and it can help other people. Yes. And so I think that's where the blessing comes in. Well, and I think, I think, um, 
with us, you know, a lot of people are hesitant to travel mm-hmm. uh, sure. overseas, uh, especially given with the crisis right now. But when we get back to traveling, um, you know, people are hesitant to go to non-English speaking countries. Mm, so I think yeah. I think we offer something really unique because we're Americans that lived in the Japanese culture. Right. So we can bridge both. Right. Um, and we're not going to let you know, we're not going to let you walk into the wrong bathroom or yeah, <laughs> or say that. the wrong thing or, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. I love that, Mika. That's awesome. Um, so as a child, was there anything, I guess, like, was there any child impact or something in your childhood that impacted who you are today? Anything that stands out in your mind that just really defines? Mm. So I thought about this a lot. It's a, it's a tough question um, sometimes. I know. I know. Because there's, there's a lot. I mean, you grow from your experiences. There's a lot of things. Right. Um, I would say, uh, so I'm Mexican-American. Um, my father is Mexican and my mom is Caucasian. Okay. And uh, my mom was a uh, professor when I was growing up. And we lived primarily in the Midwest. And my name was Mika, you know, and I looked different. Uh, my name was different. Um, so being biracial was definitely, um, it definitely impacted me because uh, I usually was the only like, Mexican, Mexican American in the class. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I think I think being a you know mixed culture, biracial, you know, there's a lot of people in America now. I mean, we're yeah. we're a melting pot. Right. So um, I think embracing it, I had to. I had to as a young child. As a young child, I didn't like it. You know, I was always sure. the different one. I was always had the different name, and I looked different, and I sounded different, and my family looked different. Um, so I think I really had to grow into embracing that. And then uh, our kids are mixed. And so helping them embrace that, sure. you know, as a, as a teenager and becoming young adults, um, because people are always going to try to define you, Absolutely. you know, how you look, how you talk, whatever, but it's up to you to decide. Right. Yeah. 100%. And I think they do that all across because I mm-hmm. talk about these labels that everybody mm-hmm places on people, you know, and I just got through taking this social psychology course. I finally wrapped that up. Yes. And we were talking about, you know, things in there about stereotyping and homogeneity, bias out group type stuff where you put people in groups and you always think people that are in the other group, you label them a certain way and stuff. And so I think that happens all the time and a lot of different. One of the gals that I just had on last week or her show just went out yesterday, Tannis Cornell, we were talking about women and Mm -hmm. some of the things that women have to go through in the workforce and, and what her company does to actually equip them to navigate politically through the workforce, you know? So, and she was talking about how, you know, for instance, like men will get jobs based on their performance, like what they, you know, or not performance, excuse me, their potential, what they, the potential that they have going forward, whereas women have to prove what they've done in order to get that. So I think that happens a lot. And I can certainly, I guess, not that I I remember going through anything like that, but I can certainly understand that being something that that having worked through. So who would you say has been your greatest influencers over the years? There's been so many. Um, (laughs) Like all of us, right? Um, Well, first and foremost would be my mom. Um, She, uh, she was a professor back in the 70s, 80s, and she had a PhD. Okay. And uh, most of the time, she was the only female on staff uh, for the university she worked at. And so I grew up on college campuses, and she would be in lecture halls, and I would be, you know, roller skating on the campus or whatever. Um, so she was... She just taught me that, you know, you can you can become and be anything you want to be. 
And I really, I love my mom for that. She's super sweet and healthy. And right now she, she's just doing awesome, takes care of herself. So she's, she's been a really big influence. Probably the other one would be my husband. Um, he, uh, as I said, he, re he retired military. And so we spent the last 20 years, you know, him serving formally and me serving informally and our children. So, um, I think his, his, uh, his ability really to promote being a team is, is awesome. And he's not, you know, you know, military people, and I love military people, don't get me wrong, but some are, some can be somewhat bravado, um, about their skills, their leadership, what they've done and all that kind of thing. But my husband is not one of those people. So he's really humble, um, down to earth. And he, he doesn't talk about how to be a team like he's a team player. And he's it. a team player professionally, personally, with our kids, you know. Um, and so that's, that's been a profound influence. And I've learned a lot from him, you know, as he's grown, grown up per se. We've grown up together. Um, but just really being a team has been his, – his influence on that has been just unsurmountable. I don't even think I could – you know, quantify that. <laughs> I love it. No, that's awesome. I always love asking this question because I just get so many different answers. And it is a hard question because we have so many influencers yes. over the years. I mean, you have your parents and then you've got, you know, educators or people that have been in the early years mm -hmm. of your lives. And then as you grow up, you've got more. So I always have a hard time with that one too. I have to like yes. really think about it. That's why I send it to you ahead of time so you can look at it. <laughs> think about that question, yes. right? So I want to jump, kind of switch gears a little bit and get hmm. to know Mika just a little bit. We've done this, talked a little bit about the Tokyo Escape. So I'm going to ask ask you some fun questions. These are not hard, so okay. don't worry. <laughs> Is it like three-second rule? <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of, kind of, that kind of okay. stuff. It's easy, I promise. I don't ever tell anybody these because I like them to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I like them to just be what comes to mind. Okay. You know what I mean? Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Like spontaneous. Okay. <laughs> so what do you like to do for fun besides travel to Tokyo? <laughs> <laughs> we love, we, I love to travel. Um, so something I've been doing a lot lately, which has been awesome, has been reading, been back into reading. I, I don't I think that. I've read this much since I was probably a preteen. <laughs> I love that. Like, um, and then hiking, actually. You know, before we left Japan, we um, we really got into hiking. There's actually a lot of mountains there. People wouldn't expect that, but there are. Um, and so hiking and walking on the trails and due to everything going on, I've been able to do a lot of that lately. So that's been pretty awesome. And then our family, we're a bunch of skiers. We love to ski. Awesome. So, um, yeah. I mean, we're in Texas, although my daughter, when we moved here, she goes, Mom, uh, not a lot of people ski here. I'm like, well, it's Texas. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot of snow here. <laughs> She's like, where will we go? I'm like, um, there's things around yeah. here, you know, Colorado and other New Mexico, places right. like that. So, um, so yeah, um, and my off time, definitely reading, hiking, getting exercise, getting outside. We're a pretty active family. So, and we've tried to really instill that in our kids because I, I feel like as a parent, one of the best things you can give your kids is health. I would agree with you. Like how yeah. to get enough sleep, how to eat right, how to keep active, you know, mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. So um, we're a pretty active family. So yeah. yeah. I love that. So what good book, what, what are you reading right now? I love books. That's why I'm asking you this. What are you reading right now? Or I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually reading two books. 
So I'm reading this book called Women Who Launch, and it's all about female entrepreneurs um, way back, like I want to say like 1800s, um, doing different businesses and how they, you know, how they launched um, huge cosmetic companies to, you know, um, cleaning supplies that have actually become a staple, you know, now. So, um, and then I'm also reading this other series that my daughter got me into and it's it's a love series and it's pretty Fun. neat yeah something different something different yeah, right yeah and she's like there's a movie coming out so you need to read this oh that's awesome that's <laughs> okay. so awesome no i love to read that's why i was asking mm -hmm. that and, and i'm a big you know when i even when i coach clients and stuff that's one of the things i talk about all the time is i'm what are you reading mm -hmm. what are you putting into your headspace mm -hmm. because if you're not right putting stuff in there, then you're hearing all the other negative stuff and that can overtake. And so, and I, and I always talk about this too, even for me, like when I'm not reading, I'm not creative. Like everything just sort of kind of stops for me. Mm -hmm. It's like, because you get so wrapped up in all of the outside world stuff and nothing, you know, positive is coming. And so I love that you're doing that. And I love that you guys are active. I love that too. We, we, yes. I, and well, and I think along with reading and just like anything else, you know, what you're saying about what you put in your mind, you know, you are what, you listen to, mm -hmm. who you talk to, mm -hmm. who do you associate with? Like that's who you are. And I I've, I'm always telling my teens that, especially now. Right. You know, um, something about Japan that they uh, that they really miss um, ha now being in the states is you know we didn't have all the social media that we have here um, in Japan. I mean, we had some of it, but it just wasn't always in your face on billboards, on the TV, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I always warn them about, you know, what you're looking at, right. um, what you're, what you're playing on YouTube, all that kind of thing, because you, you are, you are what you surround yourself with. I would agree with you. Yeah. I would agree with you. All right. So morning or night person? So I am, I'm a night person. Uh, I, I would say I used to be a morning person when they were little, but now that They've grown up, and you know my teenagers could sleep till you know. Yeah, and it, right. Now, now right. it's like you gotta, you gotta. Are they you gotta in there? <laughs> it's like it's time to get up. Yes. It's eleven o'clock. Right. Yes. I have to do that. I will do that. It's so funny because I think that happened. It was either yesterday or today. I can't remember. Yesterday or today, I just said that. Mike, has anybody seen Paige yet? Has she come out of her room? It was like two in the afternoon <laughs> because they do. They sleep all day, and you're like, are they in there? So I get it. I get yeah. it. All right. Cat or dog person? Definitely dog. Definitely dog. Do you guys have a dog? We have a dog. And okay, guess awesome. what his name is? What's his name? It's a Japanese name. Oh, I won't be able to guess that. <laughs> you cut, uh, his name is Wasabi. Oh, Wasabi. I love it. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? I love it. He's like a Border Collie Australian Shepherd. He's a mutt we rescued. Yeah. Because my kids were, oh, mom, can we get a dog? Can we get yeah. a dog? We left Japan. Our, our previous dog passed. And they're like, we really want a dog. And I'm like, but if we get a dog, we have to ship the dog back from Japan. So we're going to wait right. until we get stateside. <laughs> yeah. So that is awesome. I love that you rescued the dog too. Yes. I love it. So you just got brownie points with me. I love that because we do the same thing. We have a menagerie, but they're all rescues. Mm. Like, I don't know that I've ever, I, maybe we bought like a rabbit from the pet store, but like mm. most of our animals have been like rescued. Even all the other rabbits, we've rescued them from like rabbit shelter type places and stuff. Yes. So I love that. Mm. So that's awesome. All right. Summer or winter person? I am definitely a summer person with the exception of skiing. I like to ski and go ski when there's snow, right. but if there's snow and hail and ice and forget it. No. Yeah, forget, forget it. it. I'm with you on that. I'm a summer too. I always feel like in the the summer 
you can cool off, but it is hard to get warm when you're really cold. You know what I mean? Like when your insides are cold, it is just hard to get warm. Yes. You know? I go through that sometimes when I drink cold liquids, like my insides just get that cold feeling and I'm like, okay, I need to go take a hot shower. <laughs> oh, So yeah. it's just hard to warm up. So I'm with you. And there's so much you can do in the summer, you know? Oh, yeah. There's so much fun stuff you can do. Um, so this is kind of a to get you to think question. And I'm going to ask you one more. We'll wrap it up here. But how do you define success? You didn't send me that one. No, but I, I figured you could probably get <laughs> okay. this one. How do I What do you think of success? when you think of success? Uh, I think if you are doing what you're passionate about and what you're good at, then you're going to be successful. See, I love that. I knew you would get it. I love that answer. That's probably something I would say. Yeah. I love it. I love. No, I didn't ask you that question. I kind of snuck that one in there. I mm -hmm. wanted to see what you'd say. But no, I think that's good. I like that. Um, all right. And if th this one I did send you. So if you could pick any character for the day, what would you pick? I, I, I did think about this one. So we're, we're a huge, um, you know, movie fans. We have kids. So, of course, you watch a lot of movies, right? Uh, I really like Elastigirl. From ah. The Incredibles. She's the mom. Yeah. She kind of holds it all together. I really identify with her. <laughs> I can see that. Yes. I love yes. that. That's a good one. I've never had anybody say that one. That was a unique one. Oh, yeah? That's why I love doing this. I loved it. <laughs> I like to see what people say because, you know, we'll get kind of the the cliche ones that kind of come around and they'll, mm -hmm. they'll repeat them a little bit. But then that one we have not had. Last Girl is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always say the same. The same too. Tinkerbell and um, what's the other one? I draw. I'm drawing her name now, or forgetting her name. The she's on the Marvels. I There's a lot. I know she's like <laughs> the one that's in the flies in the air and say I might draw. I'm drawing a blank, but we'll just go Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, no, is that the girl? I thought that was the guy. No, that's, that's is it the, the girl? girl? Yeah. Okay, that's her. <laughs> That's her. I'm losing. I'm losing. I'm like, who's my character? She's my character, but I like Tinkerbell. She's my she's my mm, favorite character. I can see so. that. Tinkerbell's my favorite. All right. So if our listeners, I'm going to get serious. No more fun. All right. <laughs> if our listeners wanted to learn a little bit more about Tokyo Escapes and a yep. little bit about you, how do they plug in to find you? So this is easy. We have a website, tokyoscapes.com. And then we're also on Facebook and Instagram. And my email's on there, number, everything. So it's pretty easy to get in yeah, contact so with us. So right now, there's no traveling. Correct. So the big, next big thing we're looking for is hopefully to go to the Olympics. Is that like the next thing y'all are? Well, I do have some trips planned for later this year. We're just okay. going to see if they take off. Yeah. Um, and I do also have some trips planned for this spring. Um, cherry blossoms are famous in Japan. People come from all over the world to see the cherry blossoms. So I, I do have it. some of those trips planned. Um, and then, of course, the Olympics. And as I said, I still have Olympic tickets. And just so everyone knows, they're really hard to get. <laughs> so awesome. I love it. I love it. I yeah. love it. All right. And we'll be sure when this goes out, I'll make sure that we get your contact information in the show so that okay. if anybody wants to go to the website, check it out, learn a little bit more. We'll yeah, get it out. We'll get definitely. it out there for you. So, all right. So with that, I want to say to our listeners, first of all, thank you, Mika, for being on the show. I'm so thank glad we you. got to connect today. And um, you. you're, she's a lot, you're a lot of fun. I just <laughs> You're always fun to chat with. I enjoy the conversation. And so to our listeners, if you enjoy our podcast, please be sure that you give us a rating on both iTunes and Facebook because we cannot do this without you. And hit that subscribe button on the YouTube so you can keep up 
I do put other videos on there that I don't do at the podcast studio. So if you're not on there, you're missing those. Um, and with that, I'm going to wrap up with our mantra. It's a great day to be brave. You might as well start now. You have the power to change your circumstances any day you decide. Let today be that day. Rise up. Be amazing. Be you. Do you. All right, you guys, take care. Be safe and be kind to one another. We'll see you next time. Thank you.